Hello and welcome to the Mythical Storytelling Podcast. I'm your host and storyteller, Shinjan. I've always been fascinated by the myths and the stories behind those myths in cultures throughout the world. So if you, like me, are interested in exploring these stories behind the myths, then this is the right podcast for you. So without further ado, let's start with today's story. Today's story is called Romulus and Remus and how events in their lives led to the founding of the city of Rome in Italy. It's brought to you by Holiday Whisperers, your bespoke and personal holiday planner. Visit holidaywhisperers.co.uk today for all the help you need and want to plan your next holiday. And the best part is that it's completely free. So, time for the story. In 794 BC, when King Procus died, Numitor, his eldest son, was anointed as the new king of Alba Longa. Alba Longa is the ancient city of Latium, Italy, in the Alban Hills, about 12 miles or 19 kilometers southeast of Rome, near present-day Castel Candolfo. But Numitor's younger brother, Amulius, had no respect for his father's will or his brother's seniority. He ousted Numitor and became the king himself. After Amulius became the king, he killed all of Numitor's sons and forced his daughter Rhea to become one of the Vestal virgins and thereby vow chastity in order to prevent her from giving birth to potential claimants to the throne. Now Vestal virgins in Roman religion were a group of six priestesses representing the daughters of the royal house. They served the state cult of Vesta, the goddess of the hearth or fireplace. Even though Rhea was forced to become a Vestal Virgin, she gave birth to the twins Romulus and Remus, who were fathered by the Roman god of war, Mars. When Amulus found out about it, he became very angry. Seeing them as a threat to his rule, he imprisoned Rhea and ordered one of his servants to drown the babies in the river Tiber. Rhea, as you'd expect, was devastated and tried to stop Amulus from taking her babies away. But what chance did she have in front of a king and his might? The servant took the twins away from her their mother to drown them in the river. But he just couldn't get through it. So instead he placed them on a crib and let them flow down the river, hoping that they would reach the river bank and will be saved by someone. And that's what Tiberinus, the god of the Tiber River, did. He flooded the river and saved the twins by taking them over the land and left them at the bottom of a fig tree. But that didn't stop the babies from crying. They were hungry and cold and far away from their mother. The relentless cries of the babies caught the attention of a she-wolf called Lupa and a woodpecker, both related to the god Mars. Together they went up to the crib. They couldn't believe what they saw that someone would float a couple of newborns into the river and leave them to die. Looking at the babies, Lupa's maternal instincts took over and she decided to carry the twins to her cave called Luparkel. Within the cave, she started nursing and suckling the babies, but both the she-wolf and the woodpecker knew that they couldn't look after a couple of human babies for long. So off went the woodpecker and lured a local shepherd by the name of Faustulus to where the she-wolf was suckling the babies. Faustulus was a good man. He felt pity for the twins and carried the babies back to his sheepfold for his wife, Acca Laurentia, to nurse them. But he also suspected that they were children of the royal blood, 
that he was bringing up in his house, for he was aware both that infants had been exposed by order of the king, and that the time when he had himself taken up the children exactly coincided with that event. Nevertheless, Faustus and Achillerentia continued to raise the boys as their own, and they grew up to be shepherds. But Faustulus decided to withhold the information of their lineage from the twins until the right moment. As the twins reached young adulthood, they became involved in dispute between the supporters of Numitor and Amulius. As a result, Remus was taken prisoner and brought to Alba Longa. When presented in front of the king, both the king and his brother Numitor, who was also Remus's grandfather, suspected his true identity. On the other hand, this was the moment that Faustulus decided to reveal the true nature of their identity to Romulus. Learning his real identity, Romulus organized an effort to free his brother and set out with help for the city of Alba. When Romulus, Remus and Numitor met, they hatched a plan to kill King Amulius. Romulus's gathered band of shepherds, combined with Remus's forces from the house of Numitor, attacked and killed the king. The twins declared the death of the tyrant and named their grandfather Numitor as the king. After the battles were won, the songs were sung, the twins decided to leave Alba and form their own city. They arrived at the area of Seven Hills, the same spot where they were saved by the Shivolt Lupa. But upon arrival, they couldn't agree on which hill they should build their city. Romulus preferred the Palatine Hill above the Cave Lupercle. Remus preferred the Aventine Hill. When they could not resolve the dispute, they agreed to seek the god's approval through a contest of augury. Remus first saw six auspicious birds, but soon afterward Romulus saw twelve and claimed to have won divine approval. This new dispute furthered the contention between them and they started fighting. In the aftermath, Remus was killed either by Romulus or as a fall from the Great Wall. Romulus then went on to found the city of Rome. Its institutions, government, military and religious traditions. He ruled successfully for many years until he mysteriously disappeared into a storm. Believing that he had been changed into a god, the Romans worshipped him as the deity Curinus. Thank you for listening to today's story. I hope you have enjoyed it. If you have any thoughts or comments, you can reach out to me on my Twitter. My handle is blabberingshin or you can email me at iamshinjan at gmail.com. So that is I-A-M-S-H-I-N-J-A-N at gmail.com. Please subscribe to my podcast if you've liked my work and don't forget to share it with your friends and family. I look forward to entertaining you with more mythical stories like this going forward. Adios. Adios.